You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the After Stank Show. I'm Billy Embody. Thanks for listening. We are live at Shug's Bagels in Mockingbird Plaza next to the bookstore. So you can catch us there uh, and get a bagel, of course. Jordan Hudson stopping by the show. And Jordan, uh, you guys made quick work of Prairie View A&M. Yes, uh, it was one of the... Biggest blowouts in SMU history. First shutout since 2012. Yeah. Uh, what was the mindset coming off the OU game? Uh, to bounce back and dominate. Uh, that was one of our main goals, and I feel like we achieved it. We could have uh, dominated more and more efficiently, but I feel like we did. We did exactly that. What coach wanted us to do. And uh, for you, you kick off another game in Ford with a touchdown yes, on the sir. opening drive. Yeah. Uh, is it something about being home here in Dallas that makes you uh, feel a little bit more comfortable? I mean, yeah, uh, with the coaches believing in me and having confidence in me to play, uh, that plays a big role in it. Uh, my family being there every weekend uh, with, with their support. I mean, it's just great being home, uh, having your people around you. and it, I mean, it's great. Lovely. Your, your relationship with Preston Stone goes back a little bit. Yeah. Um, you guys – you had the ankle early against OU, so it was good to see you out there, first yeah. of all. But how, how have you guys built that relationship in such short time? Uh, just really staying at it. Uh, P, P, a really humble uh, guy, uh, but he hungry. He hungry, and, that, and that's what I love about him. I love my quarterback being humble but hungry, like hum, 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 humble hungry. Like, I mean, that's a great thing. You always want that in your quarterback. Uh, but we, we, we did a good job building the relationship by just uh, doing the small things. Stand out the practice going, uh, just being available to him when I when he needs me to be uh, with the with his uh, coaching. With, I mean, with his trainers, uh, being there for him to throw, just little stuff like that. Your defense uh, pitches a shutout, first one since 2012 for SMU. Yeah. What have you seen from that group over the course of the first three weeks? Man, them guys, dummy. Them guys, <laughs> dummy. They uh, they let it loose. That's what I can say. Uh, it's a lot of older guys on that group, and I just feel like uh, they just get after it and uh, let people have it. I just feel like with them being on my back end, I feel like we get we gonna it's gonna be a lot of successes here. Um, for this offense, you guys get a huge performance out of Kamar Wheaton. Yeah. He bounces back in his first game. Kyle Levine gets back out there. That stable of running backs. How much does that help you guys open up the passing game? I mean, that's that help us a lot when you have uh, guys like Kamar. Uh, Rooster didn't play tonight, but guys like Rooster, Levine, that can run down here and smash in your face. Like, I mean, it's just it's just a good presence and a big presence to have. Uh, when you when you have guys like that, it, it makes the guys step up in the box, and that just that just allows uh, me and Preston and all the other guys to get open. With the receiver group that you guys have, a lot of rotating. Yeah. How how have you guys continued to? You know, build each other up and stay competitive when there are those snaps that are up for grabs each week. 
I mean, we just uh, go at it hard at practice. I mean, we, we, we communicate well. I mean, we, the offense that we run, we go deep a lot. So, I mean, guys are going to get tired. So, we're going to need backups. And I feel like uh, having so much depth, I mean, that's just, that's just a good part. That's the fun part about this. Running deep one play, and then you can come out the next, and the DB is still in the game, and you have a whole nother rotation coming in. Like, I, mean, just, I mean, that's just a good advantage to have. And I feel like the guys understand, like, yeah, we competing, but I mean, we we also on the same team. We got one goal. That one goal is got one to know every week for you guys. Was this game hard to? You know, compartmentalize into that one and no mentality. Come up a tough, hard-fought game. Got TCU next week. How did you guys approach the mentality this week? I mean, we just approached it by uh, being dominant, being dominant in every in every aspect of uh, of football. Uh, first quarter, second quarter, just being able to finish and, and and stay aggressive, even though we know like that we that we could win this game like without even trying, like. But just stay hungry and just stay at it, like. And I feel like we did a good job of that uh, coming out at halftime, uh, scoring right away. I mean that little things like that. Just you, you get to see a lot of guys get snaps, you know, from the guys that are walk-ons to backups to true freshmen. Is that just more motivating for you guys? Hey, let's get up big here and let's yeah. get them in the game. Yeah, I mean that's that's the goal every week to. Uh, they thought you guys get the experience that some of us didn't have. And, um, I mean, that, that just plays a big role in them. Um, I just feel like that's, that's that's the good part about our team. Like, I mean, if we if we, we got the young guys that, that could come in and play the game and, and make a big impact. Tony Sports ETX, appreciate them getting you here. Um, you know, you're a guy who came back to SMU. Oh. Obviously, you didn't go far, but you yeah. do come back to Dallas. What's it been like being back here? You mentioned your family earlier. It's been good uh, getting to get around my family a lot more. Like my, I just actually love my family. Like they still at they still uh, tailgating. They still at their barbecue. I, I I probably smell like barbecue. I, I just love uh, my family barbecue. But it's been a it's been a big impact uh, getting to see my granny. Uh, just small things like that. Getting to see get to getting to play with uh, guys in the community. Like Kamar Wheaton, uh, Roger Daniels, like just small stuff like that that just make make us make you feel good about yourself and the decision you made that I made. That Dallas community, that SMU trying to build and recruiting and transfers, what is that pitch like from from somebody like you coming back and going into the portal and, and evaluating your next stop? I mean, it's it's really no place like home, but I mean, some guys they got to go experience that, and I was one of those guys. Uh, that just had to go see for myself. And I, I feel like uh, with us being going to the ACC, I mean, it's going to be a big pool trying to get the local kids to stay home. And I feel like uh, if we stay on it as a as a whole, as a team, and recruit as one, I feel like we can do it and we can bring the city back. What was your reaction to the ACC news? Because you probably came in hearing a little – yeah, All right, SMU's, SMU's trying to get to the Power Five. They're trying to get to the Pac-12, and then out of nowhere, in a way, the ACC comes about. What What's your reaction to that? To that I was I was just like, uh, I got another opportunity to go to the national championship. That's all I was thinking about. And for for SMU to get that opportunity from a recruit angle, is that something where with that Power Conference now? 
you know, you or other guys that are big time players in Dallas would have given SMU that little extra look in high school? Yeah, most definitely. Like, um, SMU been such a small company, an American conference. I mean, uh, nobody, like, coming out of high school, everybody told us, like, you're not going to make it big if you don't go to a big school or you're not going to do this if you don't go to a power five school. And, I mean, us not knowing as, as young kids, uh, I feel like that, that, could be, that could put a strain on you. And I feel like now that SMU is in the ACC, I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be different for sure. Recruiting going to be a whole lot different. What do you, what's your message to Dallas kids that are out there that you know, want to stay home? Why leave? I mean, city tax-free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, 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 in the, the best of both worlds, getting to the ACC, going to a Power 5 school. I mean, what, what more can you ask for? Next week for you and Kyron. Uh, what is that going to be like going back over there, and how motivating is is it for you? Um, I mean, I'm ready. I've been dwelling over this a long time since I left. That's been on my mind all these games. I mean, I'm just ready to go show them what they what they missed out on. And the battle for the iron skillet, obviously the future in question now. Does that motivate? Is that something you guys talk about that you look ahead now and you see three of them at least on the schedule right now makes it even more important to go out there and, and grab one? You said it. Ask that question. With, with uh, the future of the battle for the iron skillet in question now, is that something you guys talk about? Hey, let's go out there and let's get one of these, two of these, three of these, and end, end this series you know, with a with a high note in a way? I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like we, we approach the game like that. I mean, we just go into every game with dominate and uh, – we got to be different in, um, in every aspect of the game. And we got to want it more than other teams. I mean, we just go in the game confident and knowing that we practice all week and that we that we better than, that we better than them and, and we're going to show them. What do you guys have to do to accomplish the rest of your goals the rest of the way? We got to stay humble, stay hungry, and just keep going. Just keep going. Um Stay humble, I would say. That's one of my big ones, I would say. Just stay humble, uh, stay grounded. No matter how to see it go up or down, I mean, just stay, just stay grounded. Awesome. Jordan Hudson, thanks for joining us. Former five-star receiver, yes, Garland, sir. you know, standout. Appreciate you stopping by and uh, enjoy the trip back over to Fort Worth. Yes, and, sir. Uh, we'll be watching. Can't wait. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Jordan. Appreciate you. Get home safe. Go enjoy the barbecue. All right. And we're, we're live here on location, Chug's Bagels in Mockingbird Plaza. SMU coming off a 69-0 win over Prairie View A&M. Lots more coverage here to come on the After Stang Show. Rhett Lashley did meet with the media, of course, after the game. And, look, this was a game where Kamar Wheaton, Tyler Levine, those were the guys that got SMU up big. They were able to help Preston Stone in that offense role between the run and the pass. Jalen Knighton, Belton Gardner, suspended this morning. They're not really expected to be out long if they take care of business off the field like Brett Lashley wants them to. He's had this class this week, but it didn't stop SMU from rolling. They finished 69 to nothing. They finished with 566 total yards compared to 156 total yards for Prairie and m SMU blocked a field goal, returned it for a touchdown. Chris Meganson got that to make it 14-0. And from there, SMU rolled. They got the backups in. 
after that first series in the second half. Kevin Jennings looked great. Best in stone. He finished 15 of 20 for 300 yards, five touchdowns in that interception. 75% completion percentage. Really solid effort from him overall. And for that run game, to get Kamar Wheaton back, that was a nice sign for Rhett Lashley after all he's been through off the field. Accountability is a big thing in our program. And it's our job, right? These guys are, we have good kids, but they're still kids. And that's our job. And so, you know, there were some things for accountability with him. He handled it the right way. Um, he's doing an excellent job in school the first three or four weeks this semester. He's worked really hard the last few weeks in practice. And, you know, it was good to have him. You can see he's got some explosion. He's healthy. And and uh, we're going to need him down the stretch with, with all these guys. So I think that was uh, a real positive sign for us and I think for him as well. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. And another thing, SMU got that run game going, but they were also able to get Jordan Curley back involved. You know, Preston Stone. Jordan Curley were just kind of a tick off. They talked about that going into uh, this one for SMU that, you know, they kind of were just one click away offensively from being back to that high potent offense that we're used to seeing out of SMU. And Jordan Curley, he drew a pass interference call that set up Jordan Hudson's touchdown early in the game. Then he was able to go down the field at the end of the first half, hit Jordan Curley for a 20-yard pickup to the four, one play later. They get it to him on a slant route. He catches his first touchdown of the year. And then he opened the second half with a terrific catch and run. That was really important. 59-yard touchdown to cap really the starter's work. And Jordan Kirk kind of been through a lot. He got nicked up this week at practice. And Rhett Lashley was really complimentary of him as he emerged uh, this week to be the Jordan Curley that we've all seen in the past when healthy. It was really good, you know, and, and Jordan hurt his ankle on Tuesday in practice. <clears throat> and so – I think for him, it was a big step because he showed toughness because he didn't practice Wednesday. And then Thursday, you know, and you think, well, maybe we'll hold him this week. It wasn't a bad ankle deal, but Thursday he told Coach Likens, like, I'm going to play. He's like, well, you got to practice Friday. He's like, okay. And um, same thing with Jordan Hudson off the ankle last week. And those guys, to give them credit, they came out Friday morning on a little run through and went full speed and they wanted to play. And I think for a guy like Jordan, that shows that he's growing in some toughness areas that, you know, in the past, he's probably not played through, and he did. And not only that, then he comes in and catches the touchdown right before half and then makes the great run. You know, he doesn't run out of bounds. He splits defenders and stays on his feet and, and scores to start the second half. So hopefully that gets him going for us um, because we're going to need him. That offense is something that's going to have to be clicking going into Fort Worth. You know, TCU able to put points on the board when they're rolling. And for SMU, this passing game has been just a little off we saw it tonight come alive they were able to get the ball to another double digit run of receivers which is impressive third straight game smu had over 10 receivers catch passes obviously the blowout score they were able to get walk-ons in joey bruiser the former or the i guess a walk-on caught a 23-yard touchdown pass um we saw guys like trip reardon catch their first career pass at smu keaton chiefs son of brad chiefs uh one of smu's top leaders caught a pass 
it was just overall one of those nights for the offense that saw a lot of different players touch the ball. But look, I go back to getting Jordan Curley, Jordan Hudson involved. Those are two guys that we've seen varying amounts of involvement in the offense early on. Jake Bailey, SMU's second leading receiver on the night with uh, – Third leading receiver on the night, three catches, 54 yards. Roger Daniels had that 91-yard touchdown catch um, just right after that interception by Preston Stone. But again, for Jordan Hudson, we spoke to him. This was a big moment for him to kind of emerge and his quarterback back that up too. It's uh, it's great. It makes my job a lot easier knowing um, you know that as long as you can get the ball into number eight's hands, he's probably gonna do something special with it. You know, I don't. I don't know if there's anybody on the team that can um, that can get yards after the catch like Jordan can. He's really, really special with the ball in his hand. Um, and it, um, at the end of the day, it is kind of like a safety valve out there. So, yeah, Jordan's really special. So, again, this, this Dallas push that SMU is making, the recruiting is picking up. We're sitting here. I've got the phone out because if you're a subscriber to OnThePonyExpress.com, you know good news could be on the way for the Mustangs on the recruiting trail as they look to stack more Dallas talent in this program. Guys like Jordan Hudson, Preston Stone, Roderick Daniels, and others kind of leading that charge in the current roster. For SMU, their run game against TCU is going to be important. Everything's going to be important for this offense to click. But now that Kamar Wheaton had that performance, even tonight against an overmatch Prairie View A&M team, he finished 16 carries, 75 yards, and a touchdown with Jalen Knighton and Dalton Gardner suspended just for this game. If they take care of business off the field, go to class, like Rhett Lashley said, they'll be back for TCU. So that's a good piece of news for SMU to have that whole stable available for SMU in Fort Worth. It was great. You know, we've got a, we've got a stable of, of, um, of running backs that can go. Um, and it um, it's, it's very comforting as a quarterback to know that when, you know, your, your top one or two guys can't go that the, um, the rest of the room can still carry that weight and still move the ball down the field for us. So that, that was really cool to see. And, and we'll end on this in terms of our post-game recap. We'll get to our subscriber questions and our YouTube subscriber questions that are rolling in right now. Uh, so be sure to subscribe to OnThePonyExpress.com. Just a dollar for your first month to join, get all the recruiting and team scoop you need on the Mustangs as they get ready for the battle for the Iron Skillet at 11 a.m. next Saturday, a week from today. This defense... It's been one of the high points of SMU's 2023 season so far. What they did against Louisiana Tech was impressive with Hank Bachmeyer and Smoke Harris coming to town. They hold OU to a respectable 28 points, two of those drives on short fields. They cleaned up a lot tonight and overcame a, a bumpy start on that drive where they ended up blocking the field goal. And they held Prairie View A&M the rest of the way, 156 total yards, 415 on third downs. Uh, they were able to just get after them. And um, the sacks for SMU, just three for the sack club. So uh, another 12 grand or so rolling into SMU from the sack club. Seven tackles for loss on the day. They played a ton of players. Um, and, and we saw in terms of injuries, guys like Brandon Crosley not dressed out. Uh, Jaquandis Burns not dressed out. They were able to rotate a lot of players and get different guys in for various reasons. And it's paramount that those guys are obviously ready to go for the TCU game. And as we get it into that, one of our first subscriber questions from OnThePonyExpress.com, do I feel better or worse or the same going into TCU? And it comes from SMU alum 11. 
I feel just about the same. And this is a winnable game for SMU. We've seen TCU kind of have various levels of success this year. They've got beat by Colorado, I believe. Uh, they ended up beating Houston tonight um, and, and got a road win on the road. Yep, 36-13. Um, TCU was able to shut out the Cougars in the second half, score the final uh, 16 points in the second half. And for SMU, it's very similar to the Oklahoma game. This is one of those games, and it's a rivalry game. Both sides are going to be amped up, where SMU has to take advantage of opportunity. And so I feel about the same because this is a team that is going to create opportunities for itself to make plays to win the game and beat TCU. Remember, SMU last year with a defense that ranked well into the hundreds in terms of in terms of total defense was able to keep that game after a rough start to a one-possession game when it came down to the end. And that's obviously a team that went pretty far in the long run last year. And TCU, they're a very different football team than last year. Max Duggan out the door. Chandler Morris is now at quarterback. And for SMU, they have the depth. They have the talent to win that game. It's about capitalizing on those opportunities. When you see a play that's designed for Roderick Daniels, to get that pop play, you've got to take advantage of those. You've got to take advantage of red zone opportunities. And so SMU has a lot of players that are pretty comfortable in Fort Worth and, and playing over there. You know, that's a stadium that the last few times SMU's been there, they've won. And so they're going to have to come in with a mindset of not being too overly emotional. That was something I think hurt SMU last year. So going into it, I, I feel about the same. I really do. I think SMU's got a chance to win. Um, in my preseason predictions, which this goes into another question from 214 uh, staying, updated predictions for the rest of the season. I've maintained throughout that I feel like SMU should run the table in conference play, and I think they beat TCU, and that's all on the table for them. It's a matter of capitalizing on your opportunities. And then league play, when they get down to it, it's a league that we've seen different teams pop up and, you know, are able to surprise teams. You know, that that's saw Rice Houston just a week ago. Uh, that was uh, one of those games where you know, no one would have picked that uh, uh, in terms of that happening. But, you know, Rice is Rice is a team that can sneak up on some people. Um, and, and so they're going to have to stay focused throughout uh, that se this season and not look ahead. Like Jordan Hudson said, kind of take it one game at a time um, because every now and again, you're going to see a team that's going to bring their A game. You know, a lot of talk about SMU with NIL and going to the ACC. The teams in the, the American are not going to let them off uh, with a free pass. So, again, capitalizing on opportunities is really important. Um, another question comes in uh, from SMU alum 11. Overall takeaways from this game to the next. I think for me, you saw a couple of areas that they can still clean up. You know, Preston Stone throws that pass kind of behind Roderick Daniels. But in a game like this, there are – when the two teams are a complete in terms of talent level, depth, all those things, the little things that happen that don't go your way are going to stand out. That early drive from Prairie View A&M on the defense, that's something that's going to stand out. But they were able to tighten it up, and they got a shutout, and they held them to 156 total yards and 2.7 yards per play. That's a positive. So in a game where – you're so much more talented like SMU was against Prairie View A&M, they're not going to be able to take away too much in terms of, well, SMU won this player matchup versus this player matchup. 
those are things that are going to be tough to take away because the talent disparity is kind of there. Um, so from that standpoint, there's not too much uh, to take away. And then in terms of the offensive play, uh, both two questions from 214 Stang and SMU alum 11. Though the offense overall today, I think you love what you can take away from a uh, confidence building perspective. Uh, those are guys that you, the, the, all those guys that got involved, you can build that confidence. Keyshawn Smith breaking that and scoring a touchdown, his first as an SMU Mustang. Jordan Curley coming back and firing up two touchdowns. Jordan Hudson bouncing back from a tweaked ankle and scoring a touchdown. Kamar Wheaton's performance, Tyler Levine getting those carries. Those are all things you can take away and kind of build on uh, overall. I mean, this is one of those games where uh, SMU was just over the top in terms of the talent. And so I think the little takeaway you can get is SMU was able to ultimately control the game start to finish. But the little bits and pieces of confidence you can take from it are important in the long run overall. Um, and, and these these uh, questions that are rolling in um, you know, from our subscribers on our YouTube channel as well as on theponyexpress.com, we appreciate them. Subscribe to ontheponyexpress.com for just a dollar for your first month. We're here at Chugs Bagels after every home game at Mockingbird Plaza next to the bookstore. Appreciate them for letting me set up shop. It's a cool atmosphere. Lots of people rolling in. Uh, getting their uh, late night munchies, uh, whether it be a bagel or one of their great cutlet sandwiches that they've got. Uh, so check out stretchbagels.com, order ahead, and get your meal at after hours, 6 to 2 a.m. It runs to, uh, till. So um, it's popping out here uh, in Mockingbird Plaza. It was popping on the scoreboard for SMU tonight, a 69 to nothing win for the Mustangs. They look ahead now and face TCU at 11 a.m. Central in Fort Worth on Saturday. I like the Mustangs early on. I've said that. I think this ECU team is very different compared to last year's. Obviously, they lost a lot. SMU is going to need to capitalize on the big opportunities. We've talked about it uh, before. When they went to North, they played a very good football game, but they had a few moments where they weren't able to capitalize, and that was it in terms of uh, OU coming away with that one. SMU going into TCU, this is an opportunity for them to make a statement going into conference play. People are talking about SMU. They, there was a lot of people that were complimentary about how they played in Norman. But this is one of those games, a rivalry game against a school that has disrespected you lately in a, in a big way. These players are going to be fired up. They've got to direct that in the right way, though. So it's going to be a big, big one in Fort Worth. We'll be there to cover it live. We'll have the After Stang show remotely. So you can catch it on our YouTube channel. We appreciate all you guys who subscribe to the YouTube channel and on theponyexpress.com. Again, be on the lookout. Big recruiting news coming down the pipeline. We're just waiting for it. If you want more details, head to ontheponyexpress.com. A bunch of people will subscribe as SMU moves to the ACC. So we'll be back with another edition of the After Staying Show next week as SMU travels to Fort Worth to face TCU 11 a.m. Central on FS1. We'll have your full coverage. Thanks again to Jordan Hudson for stopping by the After Stank Show. Pretty good insight there on uh, both the win for SMU tonight as well as looking ahead to TCU. So hope you guys enjoyed this edition. You can check it out on our podcast platform, Spotify, Apple, and our YouTube channel, as well as on theponyexpress.com. So appreciate you guys listening. I'm Bill Gatsby signing off from Chug Bagels in Mockingbird Plaza. We'll catch you next week with another edition. Thanks for listening. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.